number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. It's now time for our Prayerfully Yours segment. All right, folks. So almost every day, we receive prayer requests, asking for prayers for many different intentions. And we hold these needs close in prayer at Real Presence Radio. And so all of you who are listening today, please just take a moment to stop what you're doing um, and join us in praying specifically for these intentions. And so we begin with our first intention. We say, please pray for a family who is facing a lot of change and a lot of financial troubles. May they keep their faith and trust in God. Father in heaven, we thank you for all the good gifts you give us. We also recognize that there are times where we grow in our need. We know that there are changes and financial difficulties that affect many families, particularly for a family who has asked for our prayers. We ask that you would strengthen them in their faith and their trust in God and fulfill every one of their needs according to your will. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The next one will be for Mark as he recovers from cardiac bypass surgery. Lord Jesus, we thank you as you have blessed us and shown us through your sacred heart how we can love and live as your disciples. We ask that your Father in heaven would strengthen Mark as he recovers from a heart surgery, that he would be strengthened, that his family and friends would guard him and unite around him and strengthen him in his recovery. We ask all this through your Son, Jesus. Amen. And we continue to pray as we pray for Julie. God came and took her home. Please also pray for her family, especially her husband and three young children. In November of 2016, Julie was 19 weeks pregnant with her third child when she was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. She would not abort her baby to start treatment for the cancer. That would have to wait. The baby boy arrived six weeks early. He's a healthy two-year-old today. 
Father in heaven, we ask that you would bless and be with Julie's family, and especially her husband, as she continues, as he continues to raise and strengthen and support their children. We know, Lord, that her witness to the dignity of human life for her child is also witnessed by the testimony of your saints. Lord, we ask that St. Gianna Mola, patroness of mothers of the unborn, and also patroness of those who are witnesses to human life, would strengthen and watch over and guide this family. We pray for Julie's family members and friends who miss her, that they would be strengthened by love and support, and also know that they are loved by God and that He has a plan for their lives. We ask that you would send the Holy Spirit into their emptiness and fill them with light and hope for the future so that they would keep their mother in their happy memory throughout their lives. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And our last intention for the day is we pray for Chris that he may return to full communion with the Catholic Church. Father in heaven, we ask that you would bless Chris and bless all our members and family members and friends who have went their own way. They have strayed from the path that we have set out upon a family in faith. We know, Lord, that you love them. And just as you have taught us through the ministry and the witness of the prodigal son, that you are always willing to welcome home your children that you would throw them with a robe, put a gold ring on their finger, and make a feast in celebration of their return. We pray especially for all our listeners who may have family members who have also left the faith, that we would be here to welcome them, that God's church which exists throughout the world in so great a numbers, and that their ministers would be here to welcome them with open arms and with grateful abandon that they would return to your holy church and to be strengthened in the life of grace. We ask that you would pour forth your spirit into all those hearts who are hardened and make them open to receiving your grace. We ask all this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for taking the time to pray with us for these Real Presence Radio family members and their needs. If you have any specific intention you'd like prayed for, please visit our website yourcatholicradiostation.com and submit it under prayer requests at the top of the page. You can also submit an, inten an intention on our app. Simply click on prayer requests on the main screen. And we're here at Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen, South Dakota. We're going to take a quick 60-second break, and we'll be back with Margaret Arts and Gail Gunderson here on location with us to hear about the great things that are happening here at Aberdeen Ron Colley Catholic High School and how a commitment and being persistent in prayer is paying out in the life of the church. We'll be back in just a minute. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, folks. We are here at Sacred Heart Parish. I'm Chris Euler with Father Tim Smith. And we're here on Real Presence Live and just really seeing all the good things that the Lord is doing in the life of the church today. Uh, Chris is a, a youth minister and a teacher at Ron Colley High School here in the city of Aberdeen and a great witness to the gospel. And we can see, we've been talking all morning long about being persistent in prayer and really just recognizing uh, you know, how we can unite as members of the church, whether we were talking about our Exodus 90 groups, uh, our prayer groups in our parish, all the great church organizations that we have, and how we unite together in our Catholic schools and our parishes to pray for each other and just let the work of the Holy Spirit, you know, flow through our lives. And this morning we're joined by a couple of prayer warriors and witnesses, just as we spoke about with Bishop Swain, on what it looks like to be a member of the church and uh, and just really living this. So this morning we have Margaret and Stacy, and thank you for being with us this morning on the air. Oh, you're, you're welcome. welcome. And uh, you know, I would like to know, Margaret, we're, we really want to learn about what it is you're doing um, of of in the life of prayer um, at Ron Colley High School. What what program have you been a, a participant of in the life of the church? Well, this program, uh, Roncalli Intercessor, started back in 2003, I believe. Um, at the prompting of the Holy Spirit, a few of us parents gathered together to discern uh, what that ministry might look like and um, how it could be implemented into our into our school system where we could cover our children, our students, our parents, and our staff with, with prayer. Um, Many thought that it wouldn't be possible to implement, that it was too big of a undertaking mm-hmm. and would be tough to sustain, but ignorance is bliss, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we focused on the fact that we only thought we needed about three dozen committed prayer people from our, from our parish or from our school family to pray on a regular basis. Um, and we felt that was easily attainable. And uh, with God on our side, it was, and years later continues to be. You know, Margaret. You know, how did this lo- did the Lord put this on your heart to you know respond to this call from the the Holy Spirit working in you to 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 respond in inter- intercessory prayer? How did that come about? Well, at the time, I had high school age kids, and maybe I don't need to say any more than that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but one evening, as I was praying through a very difficult situation involving one of them, mm-hmm. and a disclaimer, I was not a very happy camper at that time, Yeah, um, I heard very clearly, these kids don't need your condemnation. 
they need your prayer. Mm. And I wasn't quite sure what that meant, but as I said earlier, after more discernment, some prayer, mm-hmm. some guidance, um, the Ron Colley Intercessors Ministry was born. Beautiful. And uh, I happen to know, uh, I think one recipient of your prayers is my close friend, Father Brian Eckrich, who is a graduate of Ron Colley High School and probably, by his own admission, needed those prayers from you guys starting in 2003. <laughs> so I think there's, there's uh, what are the fruits of the, of the Spirit, you know, and, and even vocations out of, the, out of the Catholic high school. And that's a work of the Lord, you know, moving in our hearts and uh, really uh, strengthening us each day. This morning we have Stacy who's joining us. <laughs> Stacy, tell me about your yourself. Your your like how have you been involved in the ministry? Well, I got involved in this program um pretty early on when my kids started going to school at Ron Collie. And as a person who starts at Ron Collie, you realize that parent involvement and volunteering is an important part in keeping Ron Collie successful and it gets you really vested in the school. And by being a part of intercessors, you it's totally selfless. Mm. It's, I do other things for Ron Colley, but it's one of the programs that I'm involved in that I get far more out of it than I put into it. And intercessors is one hour a week um, at the chapel at Ron Colley, and I get more out of it than my one hour that I put into it. You usually don't walk out of that chapel feeling like, oh, I just wasted my hour. I should have been doing this or this or this. Mm-hmm. You really feel that you've given something to the kids. Maybe you've prayed for the administration or the staff, and you feel like that little moment of time that you can give is more powerful than you can imagine. And over the course of years, this program has been going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's really made an impact on a lot of families and students and you maybe don't see it right now, but you know that in the future it absolutely works. That's beautiful. Yeah, so, so Stacey, you have two that graduated, and Correct. you've got one that's going to be senior this year. That's right. And I get to have her in class first hour. Lucky girl. That's All right. right. She's going to hate me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's ready. She's she ready. better be. No, it's going to be great. Um, but so you have, you've had three go through the system. Correct. And uh, praying for them and been a part of this. How have you seen the fruits in their lives from Ron Colley? Um, and then just even from your own prayer and through being part of the intercessor program, what have you seen that do for them in their lives? Well, as a parent, you pray for your kids right. all the time. Yeah. So when you know that other people are praying for your kids, it's priceless. I mean, as you see things going on in their life, you pray for their health, their happiness. But when you're in intercessors, you are quietly praying for things that maybe God puts on the, your heart for somebody else. Mm. So other mothers have been, and aunts and uncles have been praying for my kids that I don't know about. <laughs> and maybe they felt something else that they should pray for for my kids, because I feel that for their kids. You pray for the administration and the staff and the kids. And fortunately, my kids are still going to the Newman Center down at USD. And... I think one of the things that touched me this year was a new program we inter- had at Intercessors where the kids wrote down prayer requests. And the amazing thing was, of the hundred that we got in our basket, mm. there was one, pray for me to pass my math test. The other 99 were pray for my family, pray for a sick kid that's at our school, pray for the seniors that are leaving and going on a new path, pray for their faith. 
they weren't selfish. Mm. They were totally selfless. Right. And that's one of the things that we all pray for, whether it's for our own kids or somebody else's, that, that those seeds that we're planting at Ron Colley continue as they walk out the door. I've seen that in my kids. I've seen it in my niece and nephews. So I know that it works. Prayer is a very powerful thing that works. Right. And the remaining con- persistence since 2003, 16 years of doing this, there's got to be fruit that's been born. And you can see Absolutely. it as you walk the hallways of that school and as you see the students that are there and have left and have they come back. Yep. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful witness. And so, uh, yeah, thank you both, obviously, for your sacrifice, of course. And as a staff member, uh, we need the prayers uh, some days more than others, you know. And so, um, but it's a beautiful thing to have somebody always praying. Thank you for tuning in to Real Presence Live. Uh, we're, my name's Father Tim Smith, and I'm here with Chris Euler, and we're speaking with Stacy and Margaret this morning, who are part of the Ron Kali Intercessors, and we're talking about intercessory prayer in the Catholic high school and how that has a lasting effect. You know, Margaret, if there's someone out there who's listening right now, what would you say to encourage them to pray for the students? even if they're not in the Ron Kali area here, but we have many of our listeners all in the upper Midwest who have their own school systems. How would you encourage them to pray for their students and young people? Sure, I would, I would say start small. Mother Teresa says do small things with great love. And I know when the program began, we sent home a prayer to all families because not everybody could come physically into our school to pray. And so we sent a prayer home that united us as a school um, to pray, I would say turn off your radio in the morning when you're taking your kids to school and just make that a committed prayer time um, to remember the students and staff uh, and families of our of your school system. There's nothing that we can do that is more positive and has a lasting effect of, on them than that investment of a few minutes of prayer. Absolutely. Amen. And then after you get done praying as a family, then turn your radio back on to Real Presence Radio <laughs> so you can listen to some of the great Catholic content Absolutely. being broadcast all around the upper Midwest. That's right. For sure. You know, Stacy, uh, you have really given a great witness about how this, this lasting fruit follows the students all the way to college. Have you seen anything else in the life of faith for your students as they've gone off into the next level because of the intercessors to know how much prayer is a part of the family? Um, I think just from my own personal experience, you know, you remind your kids to pray and you pray for them when they leave the house, but it, it is nice to say that, you know, it's been something that's been instilled in them from they were little. They just keep doing it. They know it works, and they see it work. And it, God's plan doesn't always work in according to your time. But if they're persistent about it and they keep working at it, they know it works. You know, Margaret, I'd like you to give just the details and the rundown of what it looks like to be a, a, a intercessor. What are the details of the intercessors, and how do you operate? Well, Ron Colley, um we do a push to get people to sign up in the beginning of the year to commit to a time. Uh, we pray Monday through Friday while our kids are in session only. We follow the school session. Uh, when they come into the chapel, they take a prayer packet that has been prepared by a staff that has um, a set number of students. And, of course, we pray for the students and then their family. Students or staff members' names are listed on there. Um, they take the prayer packet, they pray as they feel led in the Holy Spirit, mm. 
Um, we give them some suggestions from prayer. And when they are finished, they put the prayer packet in the back of the book. And the next person comes in and uh, takes the next group of students' names to pray for. So it's as easy as that. It's beautiful. If anyone wants to join the Roncalli intercessors, they can contact Michaela Heller in the area, and you can reach out to her. You know, for our upcoming segment, we're so grateful to stay persistent in this great time of prayer. Margaret and Gail, thank you for joining us today. And up next, we're going to take our 10-minute tour around our area with our local events. Later in the show, we're going to hear about evangelization and its importance in the life of our parishes. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. And there's more right here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And we're back. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I am Chris Euler. And we're here on Real Presence Live, shining a light on all the beautiful things the Lord Jesus is doing in His church all around the Upper Midwest. Chris... You know what that means? Time to buckle up. And it's time for our 10-minute <laughs> tour where we shine a light on all the good things and events happening in areas around you. Our first guest is Deacon Brian. Deacon Brian, are you with us? Yes, I am, Father. Deacon, let us know what's happening over in your area. Well, the date has been set. We have the second oldest church in the Diocese of Duluth, and it was 
built in 1894, and we have restored it. And the date has been set for the blessing of the Old Log Church by Bishop Paul Serba and by Father Sands. We'll be there to celebrate with Father Tushar on Sunday, September 8th at 10.30 a.m. in the morning. We also will open a time capsule that was placed in the current church uh, back in 1967, and it should have been opened in 1997. And while I was giving tours, we found that we have that there, and the original, the family will be coming, the mother of the contractor and her family from Florida to be there. Wow. So, and, and the current church, so... We're going to celebrate with a parish picnic catered by B&B Market afterwards. That's a lot of great history, and that's going to be on Sunday, September 8th at 10.30 a.m. Correct. And at St. Mary's and Joseph Church and in is Fire, that a, Minnesota. Wonderful. A lot of great history to unpack with that time capsule. Um, thanks for just sharing that beautiful event with us, Deacon Brian. Yes, yes Father. Is there anything people need to bring or just bring an no, appetite? Just bring their self. Well, well, that's a wonderful event on Sunday, September 8th at 10.30 a.m. at that St. Mary and Joseph and Sawyer at the Little Log Church for a historical reopening of the time capsule and all the blessings of that history. The next event that's happening is a come and see retreat at the Franciscan Sisters of Dillonan in Hackinson, North Dakota. The Franciscan Sisters invite you to have a come and see, and this is an opportunity for single women ages 16 to 26 to meet the sisters, pray, and hear inspiring talks about consecrated life. It's an opportunity for them to pray and search their heart and listen to God. Take some time away from your busy life and have some time to discover what God is inviting them to their vocation. The weekend is scheduled Thursday, August 1st through Saturday, August 3rd, and that begins this Thursday. That's located at the St. Francis Convent in Hackinson, North Dakota. For more information, feel free to email the sisters at ndfranciscan at yahoo.com or give them a call at 701 208 one, two, four, five. And then we're moving over to Dickinson, North Dakota for the Pine Room Supper at St. Joseph's Church on Saturday, August 3rd from 4 to 7 p.m. in the Pine Room. St. Joseph's Church will be hosting their Pine Room Supper. The menu is cheesy chicken, ham, candied sweet potatoes, and baby potatoes with cucumber salad, garden vegetable tray, homemade bread, and dessert. Adults and youth are $10 and ages 5 and under are free. Everyone is welcome. Our next event, we'd like to invite on the air Dr. Deborah Savage. Dr. Savage, are you with us? I am. Hi. Can you let us know what event that you are having uh, that's coming up here? Yes. It's on August 17th, the Siena Symposium for Women, Family, and Culture at the University of St. Thomas is holding its annual summer workshop. We have that every year in honor of the Feast of the Assumption. So it's a Saturday. It'll be from 9 to 3 in McNeely Hall on the University of St. Thomas St. Paul campus. And our topic is the gift of masculinity in the home, the world, and the church. So our featured speaker, our keynote speaker, is Bishop Andrew Cousins, and he will speak on how to love like a man. 
And then I'm a professor at the seminary, at, at the St. Paul Seminary, and my research area is woman and man. I have a theory of the masculine genius, so I'll get up and speak next. And then we will have uh, Dale Alquist, who you may know as a Chesterton expert. He's going to speak on Chesterton men and fathers. Father Mark Moriarty from St. Agnes will speak on the gift of masculinity in the priesthood. And then we will finish with a, a talk by uh, Vincenzo Andazzo, who is in charge of the Catholic Watchmen organization at the Archdiocese Office of Evangelization. He's a young man. He's going to speak on uh, keeping the faith in the 21st century, the pursuit of heroic virtue as a man. So at the end, we'll have a panel, and uh, the speakers will engage the audience in Q&A. We're very excited about it because our focus has been, to some extent, women. But we're now branching out because you can't speak about women without also speaking about men. They kind of go together. Thank you, Dr. Savage. And to come yeah. to the USD campus on the yeah. August 17th, where should they go? And where should what part of the USD campus should they go to? Yeah, well, McNeely Hall is in the business building, which is on the corner of Cleveland and Summit. But the best thing to do is to visit the Siena Symposium website, www.stthomas.com. Just Google Siena and go to our website for registration details and further information. The cost of the day is $25. We're providing uh, sort of breakfast items and lunch. And uh, so that's probably the best thing to do. Thank you, Dr. Savage. And I know later on Real Presence Live, we'll have you on to speak more extensively about the great event and the wonderful things that the Siena Institute is doing. Thank you, Dr. Savage. Thank you. The next event is the Diocese of Duluth Office of Marriage and Family is sponsoring a Catholic family camp this summer at the beautiful Sugar Lake Lodge in Cohasset, Minnesota from August 25th to September 1st. Enjoy all the Lodge has to offer as well as daily Mass, adoration times, and confession. For more information on the recreational activities of food and lodging, go to SugarLakeLodge.com or call the Lodge at 218 218- Two zero three eight nine one nine to register. This is an opportunity for families to gather at beautiful Sugar Lake Lodge in a time of faith sharing and families, and also to gather together August twenty fifth through September first, and that's at Sugar Lake Lodge for the Catholic Family Camp, and that's Cohasset, Minnesota, two one eight. And if you're looking to improve your faith and your golf swing, we've got the second annual Men's Golf and Faith Retreat in Brainerd, Minnesota. The second annual Men's Golf and Faith Retreat is set for Friday, September 6th through Sunday the 8th at Craigoon's Resort in Brainerd. Join other Catholic men who like to golf for a weekend of faith, fraternity, and fun. This year's theme is the Mass, Heaven on Earth. There will be times of prayer, daily Mass, and four conferences given by Father Nicholas Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth, an avid golfer. It's $330 for the lodging, two rounds of golf, cart, breakfast, and even dinner on Saturday evening. Space is limited, so contact Father Nick to register at 218-666-5334. 
And that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every every episode of Real Presence Live. And if you have an event that's happening in your parish or community, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122 and we'll be happy to feature it. And you can let us know what is happening in your area. Coming up next, we have Daniel Rhoda on evangelization and getting involved at the parish level. And later, if you've ever wondered why is there a nihil obstat at the beginning of certain Catholic books, we'll hear more about what that is with Father Mark Steffel of the Diocese of New Ulm. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I am Chris Euler. And you're listening right here at Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. Where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And we're back. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I am Chris Euler. And we're here on Real Presence Live, another beautiful day in the Upper Midwest. God is doing amazing things, and we're just really learning a lot more about staying persistent in prayer this morning. Absolutely. It's a nice common theme. 
And also what we do when we pray is we're called to go out and live as disciples of Christ. And that means tell other people the good news. Tell them about what the Lord has done for us or how he's revealed himself in our lives. And uh, joining this morning by phone, we have Daniel Rhoda. Daniel, are you with us? Uh, yes, I am. Daniel, tell us about yourself and what are you doing in the life of the church? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, so um, so I'm working at uh, St. Lawrence Parish in Duluth, Minnesota, as the uh, director of mission. Um, and yeah, I, I grew up in uh, in Green, Minnesota, so kind of same area. Um, and then uh, I, I went to college here in Duluth, um, at the University of Minnesota Duluth, and. Um, then I, you know, I went to school, got my uh, degree in organizational management, and then um, after that, uh, God kind of called me to this uh, to to be like a missionary for Him. Um, he called me uh, to be a focus missionary, and so for three years after college, I um, I worked for Focus. Um, and if people don't know who the, what that is, it's uh, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So they send teams of missionaries to college campuses all over all over the United States. Um, so I did that for three years, just, you know, um, helping students, college students to become disciples, um, to, uh, you know, learn more about their faith and to evangelize. And then, um, yeah, I just got done with that in May. And then since June, I've been working here, um, here at St. Lawrence. So. That's awesome, Daniel. You know, we read in the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus gives a missionary mandate. He says, I want you to go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And from that very moment, the church has received its missionary mandate. It's You can study about being a missionary. It's called missiology. <laughs> the study of going out and doing just what you were saying, Daniel, is telling people about Jesus being a missionary and and thank you for for being you know responding as a focus missionary and now working at st. Lawrence Parish you're the director of mission so what does it mean Daniel for you to be a, the director of mission at your parish yeah um, you know I think a big part of it is just um, to make sure we're, we're going in the right direction you know um, you know, every parish kind of has their their day to day things that they're doing that we have to do. You know, we have to, um, you know, have to have mass. Um, you know, take care of the sick. You know, feed the hungry. Like all, all of those types of things. You know, teach. You know, all, I guess even when, going back to the you know the Great Commission that you were talking about. Um, you know, we have to we have to go. We we have to serve people. We have to teach. We have to baptize. You know, minister the sacraments. Uh, teach people to faith. And to do all those things, you know, we have, most parishes have, have ministries, have people that do that full time. But then kind of bringing it all together is what I guess I'm trying to do here. It's kind of make sure that everyone who's doing the, the day-to-day work, the works of the church, are, we're all focused on, on the discipleship part. You know, all focused on creating disciples and, and do, doing that together, you know? Right, absolutely. And so this is a, like a, within like the life of the church, positions like this are, are relatively new. And so um, I, is it, why do we have a director of mission? And it, what does your day-to-day look like? 
Yeah, that's that's a great question, and I'm, I'm still kind of figuring it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, this is not only just a relatively new position for the church, but I've only been doing this for not even two months now. So, um, so it's re- really trying to figure it out. But you know, when it comes down to you know, why do we have this position? Um, you know, I've been working with Father Ryan Rabbits uh, here, and and we've been you know, like he's you know, we we created this position together, so really trying to figure it out, but, you know, when it comes to the life of the Church and and living mission, that's kind of, I mean, we haven't really been doing that very well, it's like, you know, probably the last 40, 50 years, um, you know, I think we kind of got stuck a little bit um, in the kind of cultural Catholicism, and just, um, you know, at one point, it was just, it was that, it was cultural, and it was just, you know, everyone was you know, Christian, if not, you know, majority Catholic, and that's just what you did, you know? Mm. And now we've seen this radical change, and a lot of people from my, from my generation don't, you know, or the, the nuns don't believe in anything. And and so it's just kind of coming back to rediscovering the life of mission um, within the Church, and, and such, you know, as, as you're saying, like, the rich history we have as a Church of being missionary, you know, we've always been missionaries. And by you know by our baptism, we are ordained to be missionaries, and so kind of, kind of trying to bring that back to the church. And um, as we're, we're you know we're seeing more of these positions, and and that's a lot of what we're trying to do here is just trying to bring back this culture of mission, and that it's not just you know you don't go to you don't have to go to a third world country to be a missionary. You know, like we're all supposed to be missionaries where we are in our lives. Um, and so you know, how does that translate to day to day? Still kind of figuring that out. Um, mm-hmm. you know, some of it is just, um, trying to, trying to bring our kind of just communications up. Like, you know, how are we communicating to not only the younger generations, but the older generations? How are we, how are we doing like everything that we do as a church, as a parish? Um, how are we communicating this mission to them? You know, so I think, I think that's a big part of what I'm doing right now. I'm just trying to, trying to come up with. You know, find, find, figure that out, and see how how we communicate this mission to the parishioners and to the community, um, and then how I can do the next step of like how do we you know invite them into it. So. Beautiful, beautiful summary there, Daniel, especially of like this idea of being communicators of the gospel. And we see it right in the New Testament, St. Paul's letters to the Romans or to the Corinthians or to the Galatians. And each place has its own particular needs. Mm -hmm. The Spirit is working in different ways. And Daniel, what a beautiful vision you've shown us to be working in a particular parish, a particular place that has its own circumstances. But in our listeners, they all have their own particular places, their own circumstances. But at the same time, being communicators of the gospel, being disciples of Jesus Christ, that we can, you know, really be game changers in evangelization at the parish level. You know, Daniel, is there anything else you want to add to encourage us in just a few remaining seconds here? Anything else you want to encourage us in our parishes? Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I think it's it, it's important to, to to know that you know, like the, the battle's already won. You know, mm. um, you know, Jesus has fought this battle for us, and that uh, you know, it's kind of a dark time for the church right now. But um, it's just the 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 thought that the battle is won, and He's with us on this mission. So I think that's just important for me myself to remember. 
Thank you, Daniel, for being on with us and also reminding us that Jesus has already defeated the evil one, the battle is won, and we're witnesses to that truth. Thanks for continuing to be a witness of the gospel. And coming up, you won't want to miss the reasons the church approves certain books from an expert on the matter. You're listening with us right here on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and I'm joined with Chris Euler. Stay tuned for more learning Catholic truth right here. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday, the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. We're back. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I am Chris Euler. And we are here on Real Presence Live, just looking at all the good ways the Lord has equipped us to be disciples, the movement of the Holy Spirit, strengthening us through the sacraments of His Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, and most especially guiding us in truth, staying united to Christ through the words of sacred scripture and sacred tradition that have been passed down to us through these 2,000 years. You know, Chris, you're an evangelist and a teacher. You probably have a lot of books. I, I, yes. Um, don't ask my wife, but I have a lot of books. <laughs> I just moved to a new parish. <laughs> I have too many books. Yeah. I get told all the time I can't buy new books. So, But, you know, the church, there are certain guidelines when it comes to approving certain books that are recognized for teaching Catholic doctrine. Mm -hmm. uh, this morning, we're glad to be joined by Father Mark Steffel from the Diocese of New Ulm, and we're going to talk about what this is, what, what it is to have an approved text that comes to us through this 2,000-year tradition of the church, carrying forth doctrine. Uh, Father Mark, are you with us? I'm with you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, tell us about yourself and what you do for the Diocese of New Ulm. Sure. Well, I've been a priest for 14 years. Uh, I served in a very small rural diocese, Minnesota, the Diocese of New Ulm. 
spent uh, about six years ago to get a degree in canon law. And, uh, so I'm the judicial vicar. I handle uh, things relating to the marriage tribunal and the alms and the cases that we have. I also assist uh, the bishop with other things that come up relating to canon law and for a small diocese uh, that uh, a lot of us wear a lot of different hats at different times. So it's just, just uh, lots of things that uh, relate to canon law that a lot of times we as Catholics don't even realize where they come from. We just do them. And, uh, the Church has a long history of having law that governs the way we do things, responsibilities, bishops, or parish priests, uh, rights and obligations that the, that the people who make up the Church have, the way parishes function. All of those kind of things are uh, under what canon law is. And, uh, it's a very interesting field to, to know about and study, and uh, as I said, yeah, just a lot of things that people see the church do and the way we do things, but they maybe not don't realize where they come from, and that's all that's canon law. Father Mark, we want to talk to you today about the Church's approval of books and textbooks. And, uh, you know, the, the Church has certain canon laws, as you've described, in, in, church, in charge of governance and promulgation of certain practices. What's the process of a book getting approved by the Church, and what can you help our listeners understand about that? Uh, so, yeah, the, the process uh, comes usually when somebody asks to have a, a book that they've written, mostly uh, topics of faith and morals particularly for teaching and catechesis uh, that uh, would be uh, approved in an official way so that people who would be looking at the book or the text would know that it's something that uh, is uh, approved and is the right teaching uh, that can be taught to other people. So usually a bishop is the one who receives that request to, uh, to have that, that book uh, recognition. And it's usually found in the inside cover of, uh, of the book. Uh, open a uh, religious book um, on the topic of the church. It's something that's in the intermodern Is there ever circumstances, Father Mark, where a book is not approved, and how do you go about notifying someone that that, that this book has particular problems or uh, issues that need to be corrected? Mm-hmm. So uh, the person who uh, is receiving that uh, permission or that recognition, of course, is asking for that because they want it to be recognized, but there might be in the case Father, that permission, mm-hmm. Father, Father Mark, we're having a hard time hearing you. Okay, is it? I uh, just sorry about that. We just were 
gotta wanted to make sure we heard everything that you're trying to tell us, and so. Thanks for tuning in on yeah. Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Father Tim Smith. I'm with Chris Euler, and this morning we okay. have Father Mark Steffel for the Diocese of New Ulm, a canon lawyer and judicial vicar, and we're talking about imprimatur and getting a book that's approved by the church. Father Mark just explained to us that if there is a problematic thing in a, in a book that we can uh, really that that would be communicated to the author, and they could uh, get something you know addressed and changed to make it doctrinally correct. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, uh, let's say I wanted to write a book. Okay. Can, I, can anyone get a book approved by the church? Any, anybody can get a book approved, but usually it's that you did request that just on matters that relate to the teaching of the faith, the faith, faith and morals. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, usually then you write your own bishop, the, the bishop of the diocese where the book is going to be published or where the book is written to get that. So it's not just that you'd write any bishop, but you'd write your own bishop, because in a diocese, he's the one who's responsible for everything that comes under the official teaching of the Church. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. And then, why is it why is it necessary to have books approved? Well, the Church would see it as just a safeguarding, uh, kind of a sort of a, a tr- Church or ecclesiastical seal of approval uh, that that, that approval would be given so that people would know, so that they don't have to wonder whether this is really what the Church authentically teaches and the way that it's being taught. Uh, so it's just one lesson for them to have to worry about themselves, knowing that the Church has given permission already uh, to be used as a catechetical resource. And how helpful that is, and we can see practical matters in our daily life. We, If I look at the gas pump, I see there's some agency that regulates to make sure it has the right octane or the right mix between ethanol and gas. Mm-hmm. Or if I look in the drugstore, there's all sorts of FDA regulations or uh, the American Dental Association or whatever the case may be. But things that are most important, the truth of the faith, which is given to us by Jesus in the, in the life of the Church, guarded by uh, the, the See of St. Peter, that it would be you know, proclaimed as true and that we can have that assurance as members of the Church. Father Mark, there are also at times I've seen prayers that have imprimaturs. Have you ever had to give a certain prayer or anything uh, imprimatur or an approval for the matters of faith and morals? Yeah, they can be given. I guess in, in our diocese, nobody's ever requested those, um, but the, there are often times, especially relating to prayers perhaps for uh, some local saint or local individual whose cause for canonization is somehow in progress, that, mm. that a prayer could be composed and, and the bishop would give his official permission for that to be uh, published or to be used in his own area. Oh, cool. Well, thanks, Father. Is there anything mm-hmm. else you'd like to add about um, the approval of books or any of the work that you do in your diocese? Well, uh, the, there was a good parallel, you know, regarding the approval of books that we give to all of these other things that, that we see all around us that have official approvals, like going to the gas station and making sure that what you're receiving is, is what you're paying for. And, and all of these are just assurances to make our lives easier. Sometimes the, the Church is very wrongly... Uh, of making up rules or having these processes, but they're all about protecting the rights of people so that so that they can know what is the faith and know where to find it and know that they're not doing anything that, that is a contradiction to, to what they're trying to accomplish. So that's, uh, that's all I can think of, I guess. 
right, and all the truth that is proclaimed because of the love of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And, and then one last thing, Father Mark, would you, uh, for anybody who is too anxious about getting their book published, you know, uh, any words of encouragement to tell them to slow down and just go through the process? Would uh, mm-hmm. would you kind of let them know about a time frame, how long that something like that might take? Yeah, it's not a. It's not meant to be a scary process at all. It's just meant to be a, a you know a process to start the truth. And this, I suppose, depends on the diocese and the person who's in charge of responsible by the bishop to read these documents or things that are that are put uh, put together and to get back and write a report on it so the bishop can can act accordingly. But in most dioceses, I would imagine it goes pretty quickly because. Uh, of course, there's a need to, to respond and respond in a, in a way that, that people would be able to, to print something or know that it's approved. So um, I guess it would depend on the diocese, but I can't imagine it would take a long time. And it all starts by just writing, sending a letter to the bishop and asking for the process to start. Thank you, Father Mark, for the work you do in defending the truth, to upholding the faith, to helping correct challenges, whether it's on the marriage tribunal or, or canon law and, and working in the church. Your work is oftentimes unseen, but it's certainly felt in the life of the church in Nuam, but also throughout the world, I'm, I'm confident. So thank you, Father Mark, for joining us today to talk about this topic. All right, and thank you for your work and evangelization, too. God bless you. Thanks, Okay, Father. you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Chris... Another fast-paced morning here yeah. on Real Presence Live. Uh, you can, again, now catch us five days a week here on Real Presence Radio. Wherever you're at in the upper Midwest, you can tune in or get the Real Presence Radio listening app. And let's see what's going on tomorrow's show. Aaron, can you give us a preview? I would be happy to. We've got Father Kyle Metzger and Roxanne Solomon coming to you live from the Women's Care Center in Fargo. Jody Clemens and Lila Harmson will come to talk about the power of presence and being on the front lines for our precious little ones. Also, we'll be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. Father Metzger will take your questions on Straight Talk. Diane Clark will share her inspirational story of the faith during Inspired Sharing Your Journey. Angela Wambach and someone from the Women's Care Center will be here to talk about the new facility coming up and we've got Deacon Kyle Eller talking about dealing with the weariness of our seemingly endless culture war. All this right here on Real Presence Live. It's going to be a great show tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Aaron, for the update. I'm looking forward to hearing and learning more about the beauty of our Catholic faith. But most especially, you can always stay tuned right here on Real Presence Radio. We have great shows in the afternoon. Some of my favorites, Call to Communion with Dr. David Anders, where he literally drops truth bombs day (laughs) and night. Also, Catholic Answers Live with a great host of apologists who are equipped to answer any questions you might have about the Catholic faith the scriptures, as well as all the other great things that are happening in the world today, and maybe problems that are affecting you in your spiritual life. Chris, thank you for being a co-host this morning. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Let's close in prayer. Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for the glory of this day. Strengthen us as missionary disciples, proclaiming your truth and leading others to encounter the love and mercy of Jesus. Help us follow you with all our hearts. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. 
Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, go in peace. Thanks be to God. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.